Hi, snack queens. Welcome back to It's Snack Time. Hey, Annie. Long time, no chat. Hi. What, what do we think of the new uh, intro, you guys? Snack queens? You guys are <laughs> all snack queens. <laughs> yeah, it's very on brand. Very. Um, but I'm so excited to chat with you because it's been a hot take since we I know. chatted on the mic. I know. It's been a while. I'm excited to be back. It's weird. I was recording my other podcast. I was like, I feel like I haven't talked to anyone in so long. Like it's so weird. And this is when you and I catch up and you know, the long distance relationship, it's tough. We got to keep in contact. We really do. Long distance is hard, but I think we do a pretty good job. I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) So Annie and I were talking about what we wanted to discuss on today's podcast. And I feel like we've been like really heavy and deep lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you were saying that, Annie, and I think that was such a good idea to like brighten things up a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. And just be a little bit more, you know, obviously those deeper topics are relatable for a lot of people and they're really important to talk about. But I think sometimes talking about them a lot makes us like feel them a lot more. And sometimes we just need a little break. And yeah, so we wanted to talk about something lighter today. And I'm excited about today's topic. I am too. And especially with everything going on in the world, it is just like, it's a really sad time. And I hope that this podcast, you know, gives you guys some joy in the midst of chaos right now. Yeah, absolutely. Lord knows I need it too. Mm-hmm. So Annie and I were thinking about talking about time management and specifically going back to when I was a full-time college student and founder of snack with that was really hard. And then now Annie's kind of in the same boat as me, um, where, you know, she's doing snack with and being a full-time student. So I guess we're just going to get into like the nitty gritty of it all. Cause it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And it's, it's interesting because some days I feel like it's nothing to handle it all. And some days I'm like, what the heck am I doing? And sometimes it takes like, even last night I was on the phone with my therapist and she was like, can you just acknowledge the fact that you're doing a lot all at once? And I was like, yeah, actually, I guess I can. I like had to take a step back and really realize because it's so easy to just like get ahead of yourself and like book your schedule back to back. So no, yeah, it's, it's an a important lot. topic. Yeah. And I feel like not even if like you're listening and you have like a, like a business and you know, something else, just even being a full-time student is hard in a pandemic. It's even harder. Like there's just so many challenges and it's a lot when you think that you're, you know, disorganized or just have a lot on your plate and then your self-care lacks. Like, I know that happens to me a lot. Um, this yeah. is actually like, as we talked about one of the first times in my life where I'm actually prioritizing myself and my business, um, because, because I don't have school. So that's really nice, but it's a lot when you're doing it all. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And being, yeah, like you said, like being a student in general is hard And, you know, like overworking yourself in other areas. I know I like my biggest struggle with all this is the fact that when I'm done with my work, like when I'm done with my work work and done with my classes, I still have homework and studying and socializing with friends and like dealing with the fact that graduation is coming up and you can't schedule out those things 
because you don't know how much time they're going to take. And you also need to like leave time to live. And that's my biggest struggle is like knowing when to stop saying like yes to things, I guess not yes to things, but like leaving enough time for myself so that I can have that time to like live and be a normal college student. Um, and I think that you and I working together do a good job of that. Like I never feel like I'm being like overworked or like being asked too much and all of that, which is like a really important aspect, but it's definitely like a daily struggle. Yeah. And I've noticed that both of us, we work really hard, but we have a really Mm -hmm. hard time, like asking for help and reaching out to each other, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is really important. So Annie and I like had this conversation where like, you know, she told me she gave me like the heads up that it was like a really busy week. And I just really valued that communication. And like, it's also really hard, like being the person who's like, I guess, like, I don't like saying this, but like the more senior to you, Mm -hmm. I like want to make sure that like, I'm doing my best to like support you. Cause I know how it feels, you know, doing it all. And I always say like school is number one priority and like snack with the second. So it's just like, it's hard being the person that's also telling you that. I don't know. It's like, it's yeah. a weird complex. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I guess I would just be curious to see, maybe we can like each talk about our own like individual experiences, but how did you, like, what did a typical day look like for you? I know that you started the original idea of snack with while you're still in school, but then you moved home during COVID. So like, what did, how did you balance like doing your schoolwork and doing snack with work? And then I guess we can each talk about that. Yeah, no good idea. I think it was really different for me and you right now because my school was all remote and yours is in person during COVID. So I think that is just such a different shift because I ended up not signing a lease in the midst of COVID because we didn't know what was going on with our school. So Um, I moved back in with my parents, thought it was temporary, but it lasted, you know, for my whole senior year and my whole senior year was literally me at home. And I launched, I officially launched snack with Soph back then in September. So right when, right when school was, was launching, that's when I launched my business. So that was really hard because snack with back then was taking so many different directions, not just snack boxes, but we were also talking with sorority. So it was like, it was really hard balancing being a full-time student. And you can relate to this listening in lectures about BS when I'm already launching a business and I just don't have time for it. So it wasn't that great when I was literally packaging orders in the midst of like some business class, but that's just like how it was. Thankfully, though, like the pros of online learning made it so that I didn't have to turn on my camera. So the professor thought, you know, I was really engaged in everything. And I was, but I was also multitasking. Like I was packaging boxes on the side and that's just what I had to do. And I can, I don't recommend that. That was just like my reality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. And I think, I think it's important to mention, and I know like you obviously, like we're both very grateful for our like privilege and, um, opportunity to go to college. College has been so much fun for me. I've like had a great time and I'm still trying to like, I'm not like by any means, I'm not like sitting at home all day long doing my work, not seeing any of my friends. Like I still go out, I go to the bars down the street, like I'm doing all of that. And we're very grateful for the opportunity to get that degree because as far as I knew up until last year, 
I was still going to get a nine to five job and, you know, work for a big company, um, and move out of state and all of that. So that like goes without saying, but we are very Mm -hmm. grateful and I'm very excited to have a degree and I'm proud of myself. And I know you are too, of getting Mm -hmm. that degree and having that experience, but it is an interesting especially this semester, because I'm finishing up like random classes for my major that I just like didn't get around to taking until now. And a couple of them are classes that you can take anytime between freshman and senior year. So there's some freshmen in my class and there's some seniors in my class and sitting there and like doing busy work, just knowing how hard I'm working outside of class on other things that are like my future and my career, it is really hard to balance because it's so easy to look at that and be like, why am I doing this? You know, but there is a purpose and an intention for all of it. And it's just that it makes it that much harder to balance because yeah, I am in person, but when I go to class, like that's not the problem. Like I can sit in class and I can pay attention, but it's studying for an exam on content that I feel like I've already learned way more about, like in the real world, that that's when it like gets tough. 100%. And that's exactly what I meant by it was really hard to prioritize my entrepreneurship classes Mm -hmm. about make believe starting a business when I was already doing it. Like, I'm really grateful that I, I got my college degree and I wouldn't change it any other way. I was actually debating about dropping out because I was like, this is so dumb. Like it's so pointless. I'm already doing it, but I'm really glad that I stuck with it obviously. And you know, had it, I think for me, it was really hard because I didn't have any of that social interaction when it came to when I was balancing a business and my schoolwork, because we were in, in the middle of COVID. So I think you have it even harder sometimes because you have like your social life. I didn't have a social life because we were in a pandemic. Yeah, I know it is kind of weird. And this is, I don't know why my brain just went to this. I have actually a couple things to say about what you just said. First, I have found myself, um, sorry, if you can hear my roommates, they're like having some debate down the hall. <laughs> um, but I have had this like experience in my classes where I've gotten to like my Spanish class, for example, I've gotten to present on anything I want. So anytime I'm presenting or sharing something in class, I've just started to relate it back to the work that I do for snack with or on my own Instagram and socials and with my own podcast. And it's made it so much more interesting. I had to do a presentation for Spanish yesterday, actually. And I talked about the importance of mental health and why I'm passionate about it. And that all has to do with how I found snack with how I started this podcast with you, how I started my own podcast. So it makes it that much more interesting. And I've, that's been like a way of me not coping with college classes, but I guess coping, like getting through them and finding them more interesting and intentional, but going back to the social life aspect, it is so interesting when I'm like out at the bars, um, socializing with people, meeting new people And especially with boys, they're like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing after college? And I'm like, oh, like I'm already working. I, you know, and like helped found a startup working for this company, whatever. And they're always like, oh, you do that now? What are you doing? How do you do that? How are you here? Someone asked me last night at the bars, actually, they were like, how do you have time to be here right now? Shouldn't you be at home working? And I'm like, I, I have a balance. Like I figure it out, but it's like, People don't expect it at all, which is really cool because they're impressed, but it's really hard because they're like, well, then what are you doing here? 
what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm still 21. I'm a 21 year old student. I haven't graduated yet. I still have so much life to live. Like, why are we acting like I need to go home and work right now? So it's really interesting, like to just balance that too. The social life, like is such a relief, but it's also like finding time for it's really hard sometimes. Well, I would love for you to go into that selfishly because that's something I struggle with is I am my biz snack with is a hundred percent like my baby. And I give it 110% of my attention to the point where like, I like, it was really, I'm like, I'm not proud of this, but it's really hard to not work for me. And even during like the Super Bowl, I was in LA visiting my boyfriend. And during the game, I was like, oh, I don't care about football. I'm just going to work instead. I literally worked like the whole football game. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it comes to a point where it's really not good because I feel like it really affects my social life. So I would love for you to give tips. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm always actually, I, I don't feel like I am always thinking about snack with, I'm always thinking about just cause it's so exciting. Like mm-hmm. I was actually listening to a podcast and it said, when you find what you're passionate about in work or, you know, however you're like building a career, it feels really easy. And I find that sometimes it, like when I'm talking about snack with, I'm like, this doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a chore, which just makes it that much easier to be thinking about it all the time and want to be working all the time. But I guess my tip is I give myself like a cutoff, especially when I'm feeling really drained and I have like other things to do for school. Like I just need to be done and I'll wake up in the morning and and be refreshed. But when I'm out with my friends, like I try to just do that. Like I, if we're talking about work, like I'll talk about it, but you know, as a college student, you're not typically talking too much about work and things like that. It's mostly classes, but I try to just make it more of a positive thing in my life. Like, um, like I said, incorporating it in my classes, talking about it during presentations and finding ways to make being in class and at school more enjoyable, but social life specifically, I just schedule my time out Thursdays. I almost always go out with the same people and we just like, we make it just like a casual night by like eight o'clock. I'm done with my work. I put on a cute outfit and I just go because I know that I need that social interaction and it's been a long week. And I know that I still have another day of the week, which is Friday. And I'm going to have to get up and go to class and get all that stuff done again. So I like give myself a little bit of a break, but on the weekends, I won't lie. I still do work. Like I still, I have to do some homework and I typically do some stuff for snack with. So I'm definitely still finding a balance. I guess that wasn't like any specific tips. I just give myself a cutoff time. If I'm drained, I'm done. Mm-hmm. If I find myself like completely like getting close to burning out, I'm done for the day. I'll start again tomorrow. And I think that that's what's my favorite part about like being self-employed or just like you and I working together is, you know, like what's going to get done is going to get done. And no one's going to be mad at you for not meeting a certain deadline because you know that you're going to meet every deadline. You're going to get everything done and you have to be self-disciplined enough to do it. And when you're the person disciplining yourself, it's not as like intimidating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're not just doing the work to do it. It's like very intentional and it's with a purpose and you know, what's getting done and you get to see the whole process. So I feel like that was kind of jumbled, but just taking personal responsibility for your social breaks 
and also for the amount that you're working and making sure that you're giving yourself those breaks and that cutoff time so you can get up the next morning and do more intentional and purposeful work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely give myself like a cutoff time. I want to mm-hmm. say like it's either 730 or eight o'clock where I'm like, okay, you got to be done because it affects my sleep. And we all know yeah. I have insomnia. So mm-hmm. really trying to do that is helpful. I think like for me, it's so difficult because I'm still at home with my parents. Like for Mm -hmm. those that don't know, literally snack with headquarters are in my parents' garage, AKA snack with warehouse is what I like to call it. (laughs) Like, and I have really no friends in, in my hometown still. So it's just, it's really weird because it's not like I can go out to the bars with my friends. It's more like, okay, what TV show am I going to watch? Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds so lame, but that's my reality right now. And I'm honestly just grateful to not be paying rent for my warehouse and, you know, for the roof over my head. And I guess I'm just counting my blessings that way until I move to LA and then, you know, I'll have a bunch of social things to do. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm just owning the fact that it's fucking stressful And I think, and I was even telling Annie, like one-on-one, it's really hard because we're seeking investment soon. And it's just, it's a lot of pressure when you're using someone else's money for your business Mm -hmm. and you're like lounging around the house on a Saturday. Like that just doesn't feel right. I know. And that's, and we say all the time, like we would rather work a hundred hours a week for ourselves than, than what is it? 40 hours a week for uh, someone else. And, and that's so true. But if I don't give myself the time to chill, Mm -hmm. I won't do good work. And that's just, I've realized that. And I think I've spent enough of my life, like beating myself up for not being productive enough or efficient enough. When in reality, I just wasn't giving myself enough breaks And honestly, like to me, that used to mean you grind until Friday and then you can chill Saturday and Sunday. But like this week for me, that meant on Wednesday afternoon, I took a two hour time to just lay down, read my book, listen to a podcast, cook myself food. I did literally nothing for school, nothing for work. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like it's a Friday afternoon and I'm still going and I'm not tired and I feel fine. And I just think that if I'd pushed through and like, force myself to do all this stuff that I like didn't have the energy for then that I just would have burnt out. And by now I'd be like laying in my bed, like exhausted. Yeah. And that's such a good point because the beauty of it is if I work on a weekend, I can have flexibility in my schedule for the weekday. And I think I'm more giving on that recently, especially since I do like a lot of self-care now, you know, as part of my routine and like on, I think it was like Tuesday when we were going to record our podcast and I slept, I hadn't slept in like 48 hours and I gave myself like a break because I knew old me would have pushed through worked like a dog that day. And then come Wednesday, I'd be so drained and burned out that I wouldn't be as productive. But that doesn't make sense, right? Because it's all about being productive. And the more productive I am, the less work I actually do because I'm just killing and and, and, and I just keep going. So I guess that's like the beauty of this is if you're not feeling it one day, take the day off or at least half the day off. And then I work on a weekend, but that way you know, I still get my work done. It's just more spread out. So I think 
that is definitely something to look forward to when you're out of school. Yeah. And I think that there's a huge difference between being a workhorse seven days a week and taking a break on a Wednesday and doing something relaxing for yourself and then waking up Saturday morning refreshed and having the energy to get some emails done. Right. You know, that's not you waking up at 9am on Saturday and being like, have to work till five, not doing anything till after that, you know? And I think it's important to still have that balance. And like, we need to be realistic. Like we are working for, we are like building a startup, like a small mm-hmm. business. Like this is this, We're this as small real. as it gets. Yeah, we are as small <laughs> as it gets. Like this shit's hard, but it's so freaking cool, mm-hmm. and we have to work all the time to make it happen. And for you and I to have our dream jobs and like live the lives that we want, and we're willing to do that, which is really freaking cool. But it's it's hard, and like part of that hard is forcing yourself to take a break so that you can do better work. And I just think you know, there's not going to be a time for a little while that you and I are like, we're only working nine to five Monday through Friday. Like that's just not realistic. And it's also not what we want. Who the fuck says that we have to work nine to five? Like that is such a bullshit corporate thing. And I think what's so beautiful about snack with is what if we work four days a week, but we get shit done more than working five days a week. Like we can totally play around with that. And I want to challenge that so much because I've seen my parents and I know you can relate to this work so much for other people don't have a great work-life balance are stressful 99% of the time. And then I look at that and I'm like, do I really want that out of my own life? Like, I think what's cool about this and we'll continue talking about it is once Annie's, you know, when she's done with college in May, we're going to be here in our parents' homes working. And so there are going to be times when we need each other on the weekends and we're going to have to like hustle and like, you know, do stuff together. But then like on a random Tuesday, we can go out and like get our nails done. And, you know, that's just Mm -hmm. like the balance. So I think it's cool that we're also challenging like the stereotype of working nine to five. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really cool because if you and I want to have a meeting on a Sunday morning, we can. Mm-hmm. Um but during the week like I'm just excited to I'm I'm so excited to be productive doing things that I love because when I sit down for 2 hours and do snack with stuff, like mm-hmm. you guys wouldn't believe the number of stuff, the number of things that you can get done in 2 hours if you actually like what you're doing. Mhm. Um I find that like my most productive days are the days where I grind for a few hours, take an hour rest, make myself meals, you know, and I know not everyone has that privilege, but, um, I think that's important to like evaluate what you want and what you don't. And if you're in a nine to five right now and you don't like it, try something else. Right. Right. Like it's hard. It's hard either way though. Like it'd be hard for me to work for someone else for 40 hours a week. Right. I think you just got to reevaluate what's important to you. And if working nine to five Monday through Friday is something that you like because you like having those time restrictions by all means. Yeah. Um, Oh, there's, there's so many benefits to that. Seriously. I do not want to undermine that at all. Um, I did a nine to five for a while and it wasn't for me, but like mm -hmm. there were so many benefits to it. It's the fact that I clock out at nine or five o'clock and you're done. You don't have to think about it. Um, that is a luxury. I was thinking about that because I was talking to my boyfriend. I was like, oh my God, your hours are 
set or he w- he goes to work at six in the morning, gets home at four, and he doesn't have to think about work after four p.m. Yeah. But like when you're in a startup grind, so close to you know like the founding team, or it's it's on your mind twenty four seven. So there are mm-hmm. definitely like pros and cons for sure. Yeah, definitely that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do want to go in the nitty gritty of like time management, because I think both of us have our own routines. And I think it's cool that you come from like the student perspective. And I come from the perspective of I'm on my own after college. Um, So let's get into it. So I want to ask you what, how do you stay organized? Cause we both got shit going on, but like, what are your main things that you have that you do to make your schedule organized and to get all to get like everything done? So I write in a planner. Um, I write everything in my planner. And on Sundays, I write down all of like the definites in my planner for each week. So every single week I um, write down snack with emails on every single day's to-do, to-do list. And then I also have a chapter meeting for my fraternity. My class times are definite. And I also babysit eight hours a week. So those are all definites. So I write those down. They're highlighted. Those are non-negotiables. Um, and then from there, I just add in things as they come up. My friend Jack and I typically get coffee on Fridays. So I pencil that in once I confirm. And then I try to pick one thing that I have to look forward to that week. So like, for example, tomorrow, Saturday, my friend Mary and I plan to get dinner together tomorrow night. So that goes in the planner. So then by the beginning of the week, like once Monday comes, I have all my definites in there, class, work, et cetera. And my one thing to look forward to in there. And then the rest of it is kind of up to me. I start class. So like, that's how I stay organized because I know, I know those times that don't change and that keeps it very consistent for me, but also gives me time and space to be a little bit flexible. My workout's always done in the morning. Um, I actually went in the afternoon yesterday for the first time in like a few months and it was so random. Like I just, I needed to sleep in cause I woke up sick. I'm a little sick. Sorry if you guys hear me sniffling, but, um, once I have everything in my planner, then I can find time to, you know, okay, this block of time from two to four, that's when Sophia and I are recording the podcast, this block of time between, you know, one and three, that's when I'm studying for this upcoming exam and I can go through in my planner. So my planner is my Holy grail. Every single thing is written down in there. Okay. See my Google calendar is my Holy grail. I am not a planner person. Okay. I love a planner though, because I can write things down and physically cross them off. Mm -hmm. And that works a lot better for me Mm -hmm. also because I have less, I used to have a lot more like definite things because I used to have a lot more like leadership stuff going on. So I had a lot more meetings and now I have a lot less of that. So I write down more things that I need to get done, like send email to blah, 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 um, confirm this with so-and-so. And it's so much easier for me to write it down as it comes up rather than go into my Google calendar and like put random reminders. So it just works out for me. But mm-hmm. I know that once I'm not in school, I will be a GCAL girly. Yeah, definitely love my GCAL. Um, I think mine is a little bit different because I, it's weird because I'm doing so much behind the scenes stuff for stack with, um, that it's just mini projects is what I like to call them that last Mm. like a week. So I think I take it by like a week by week basis right now. And 
obviously I like block out time for my morning routine, which is like 20 minutes of my morning work on just some pressing stuff, go do a workout. So I have much more fluidity in my schedule. Like it's not like I'm booked up with meetings daily. It's more about what are my tasks that I need to do ASAP. And then I kind of work that way, which I know isn't the best way, but that's just since I'm doing so much be, like behind the scenes stuff right now, that's just kind of what makes sense for me because each task takes so long. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's not a whole bunch of social things going on since I'm at home with my parents, but at least I make time for, I plan friend phone calls and I put them in my Google calendar. So that's mm, my nice. way. I love it because, and I sometimes invite the friend too. So like it keeps us both accountable to actually calling each other and highly, highly recommend planning phone calls out with friends. I know that sounds so weird. Like my sister's like, that is like the weirdest thing ever, but I love it. Like me and my best friend have a phone call every day at four. Like, and that's just like the time that works for both of us. Um, and then I just make sure to get some sort of movement, like five to six times a week for Mm -hmm. the, and then that's just kind of like the basic right now. And that's kind of what I'm working with. Yeah. I think that it's really cool to have like your non-negotiables. I saw Tanks was talking about it today um, on her story. And she says that walking in the morning is her non-negotiable. And definitely some sort of movement is non-negotiable for me, but also just having like those definite times like written in my planner already, like having my planner organized for the week is a non-negotiable for me going into the week. Cause it just makes me feel so much more sane. Mm-hmm. And it lets me look at like, oh, my Tuesday is like wide open. That's so nice. What should I do during that time? you know, and, um, just looking at my planner this weekend with nothing on Saturday and Sunday is so beautiful. That is (laughs) so nice. I'm so excited. And I mean, normally like last weekend I went and visited my sister and then I went to a Purdue basketball game. I go to Purdue. I feel like I've mentioned that a couple of times, but we're ranked like in the nation basketball and I live with boys. So I'm into basketball these days. And so I'm actually like going to the games and stuff. And I'm like, these things take hours. They're like four or five hours. I swear, like to walk there, go to the game, everything. I'm like, there's no basketball game. I'm just going to chill this weekend, not set an alarm. It's going to be so nice. And I'm so excited. That's why I love my planner to see those empty times. You're such a social <laughs> girly. I cannot relate any less. to this. I know. I know. It's so funny. Well, like it's funny because I, have always recharged by talking to people and socializing. I'm such an extrovert. It's like insane. But recently, like the other day, we, there were just like a lot of people at our apartment. And I was like, I think I'm just going to go to my room. <laughs> I was like, I just want to sit in my room right now and just chill. Mm-hmm. So I don't know like how I got on this topic, but I'm just excited to see that I have a blank slate this weekend. That sounds very nice. My sister's coming home this weekend. So we're going to do like a lot oh, of good. sister bonding because she, she's going to be my only social interaction. <laughs> I sound oh like gosh. such a loser, but like that's just my reality right now. Yeah. But I think it's important to know. And I think we'll talk about it in our next episode or just in our next or just any episode coming up. But like the social anxiety post COVID is really real for me. Yeah. Like I when I went to L.A., like during the Super Bowl, it was a lot for me. And I'm usually, I call myself an extrovert, but lately I've been so introverted. And I think it's because I'm doing a lot of things for me and my self-care and a lot of that kind of conflicts with, you know, being an extrovert. 
definitely think though that it's a topic worth talking about later because yeah the pandemic kind of like fucks you up in that way I know and it's like I love being social now but I am it does make me really nervous for once I graduate all my friends are going like their separate ways and I'm really nervous like I'm very overstimulated right now. Like I could walk out into my kitchen right now and there's three people sitting in there mm-hmm. and I'm really concerned for like postgraduate life and not having like 20 coworkers that I see every day, you know? And I think that that's like as exciting as like our job is. And it is that I'm like graduating and moving home and I love my parents. I'm excited to live with them, but it is like, it's nerve wracking. Like to go from having so many people around me to having like close to no one. Yeah. I mean, it'll be fine. Coming from the other side, you do get lonely, but I think, yeah, I think I'm okay with it because I have other, my, my business is my priority right now. And I've learned that like with everything that I'm doing, there are going to be things that take more priority than others. And Mm -hmm. right now I'm okay with prioritizing myself and my business. If that means that my social life is a little bit on the back burner, but I know that it's not permanent. It's so temporary. I'm going, you know, to be visiting LA like there and back Mm -hmm. and traveling and I'll be moving down there in a couple months. So I guess I'm just taking it one day at a time and like not super stressing out that I have <laughs> no social life because that's just yeah. what happens sometimes. Well, I think I also think there's just like a lot of beautiful things that come from being lonely. And I'm actually really excited to just focus on myself and not have like the distractions of other people. And I'm really cherishing all of this overstimulation and socialization. I'm cherishing it so much because I love everyone that I'm friends with here, but I am really excited to just prioritize myself and working and seeing where that gets me because it's going to be a whole new season of life and it'll be really cool in its own way. It is. It's a, it's a weird stage in your life, but at least we're doing it together. I know I'm excited. It'll be good. Honestly, like everything that I feel like we've sounded like not we're complaining about, but that we think our struggles like are actually so freaking cool and like put you in such an uncomfortable, but perfect place for growth. And I think that that's yes. really, really awesome. Agreed sis. Agreed sis. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. I think um, so too. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to win some free snacks, all you have to do is just leave us a review on um, Apple Podcasts. It's super easy. And the best part is not a lot of people are doing it. So odds of you getting a free snack box are super high. Um, And just a little special shout out to our March snack box that um, is getting shipped out on the first week of March. We included Oat House's new granola butter flavor. I know everyone's freaking out over the internet and we gave it to you guys in the box. Um, and with 12 other yummy snacks. So you know what you do. This box is insane. Like, I think it's one of like my favorite ones. It's such a good box. And I purposely made like sweet and savory and like made it super equal. And a lot of thought like goes into it. Yeah. 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 No, this is gonna be a good one. Um, so yeah, go on snackwithmarket.com to check it out. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks guys. Can't wait to talk to you soon.
Bye, Stat Queens. Bye.